Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daft is daft Tesvav in Sukkah. Daft Tesvav, right from the top of the page where we left off yesterday. Uh, we're learning it for a foreshadowing for Yosef Asriel ben Chayim Michal. Says the Mishnah, which is sort of a, similar to what we learned yesterday. Tikrash Let's say you have a roof that has no plastering on it. Basically, it's a roof uh, or a ceiling that has, it's made of big boards, thick boards. And Rashi learns that a stam roof, a stam ceiling has... Uh, or the roof has, uh, there are at least four tfachim wide. This is going to be a discussion that we had yesterday with Rav and Shmuel. So the Stam Mishnah here is mashma like Rav, that we're talking about a ceiling that's four tfachim wide. Rabbi Yehuda says it's a machlokas, well, what do you have to do now? You have this roof and you want to make a sukkah out of it now. You're in, a, you're in your house, let's say you have the three or the four walls, and you, have a, you already have a ceiling there or a roof. And you want to make it a kosher sukkah, what do you do? So Yudah says it's a machlok, is Beshambe Sil. Beshambe says, Mefakbek, you loosen the, all the boards. You loosen all the, this, the, the uh, boards on the, on the, in the ceiling. And you also have to remove one in the middle and replace it with kosher schach, what we call pesel, a kosher schach, a kosher strip of wood, or anything that's kosher for to be schach. So that's what Beshambe says. You do both, apparently. You have to loosen them. Right, because there's a problem here. Tasim lomenasi. You can't have something, even if the schach was kosher, but it's tasim lomenasi. Meaning, even if it's it's good, you got to make it for that purpose. It can't be where it was already made by itself. So here you have to the the isra You have to make it. So you have to make it. How do you make it? By loosening it, loosening the boards and replacing one of them. That's what Beishamai says. Pardon? Huh? Okay, let's see here. Okay, I think there's some noise there. Okay. Um, all right. So, so we're not talking some time. Basil Omrim, Basil says, no, Mafafik, oh, not Talzach. Either you loosen them or you remove one of the boards and replace it with kosher schach. So we'll talk about this machlokit Basham Basil according to Rabbi Yudra. Mayor says, no, Talzach, time being Fakit. There's no point in loosening them. No point in loosening them all, just replace one of them. So we have apparently three sheetas, but we'll see. Rabbi Yudah says, says, you have to do both. Basil says, just either or. And Rabbi Meir says, no, you have to, you have to remove one of the boards. We're going to talk about this machlokas in the Gemara. So Bishlam Basil, and we said, how did Beis, how did how does Rameya understand this? According to the way we learned yesterday, that Rav says that the machlokas is between, between uh, uh, that the Rav said the machlokas between um, Rabbi Yudah and Rameyer is by a, uh, the boards were four tefachim wide. Rabbi Yudah says that's okay, and Rameyer says that's not okay, right? That's Rameyer's gozer, mishum gzeris tikra, because you might, if you use that, you'll just use the ceiling in your house. You won't even bother replacing it. That was how Rav learned the Machlokas, but according to Shmuel, we'll see that's a little bit more difficult because Shmuel learned the Machlokas is only when it's less than four. By four, everybody agrees it's puzzle. So what's going on over here? So we'll talk about this thing more. Rameyer says you have to remove one of them, but pick book, just loosening them doesn't help at all. Rameyer learned yesterday that you don't learn. He said, you can't use four wide. So what's going on over here? So we're going to explain this. The Gemara is going to explain it. And according to Shmuel, who learned it that way, that he says if it's Dalit, if it's uh, fourth Vachem wide, it's no good according to everybody, what do you do? So we'll see like the solution that we had yesterday in number, um, number 76, where the whole sukkah was only eight Amos wide, and you had co- eight kosher Vachem in the middle. 
So there it's okay because you replace that with, with like two, in the, two, uh, um, two strips in the middle of kosher schach. And therefore the sides, besides that, the right and the left were good because of dofa and akuma. That was how, that was how, that's how Shmuel will have to learn this in Rameir. So Gemara is going to discuss it in detail now. So Bishlam Beisil, Tamayim Shem Tasvam Menasi. I understand Beisil. Beisil says you have to do something to make the sukkah. You just can't be there already. Uh, and uh, it wasn't, you know, it, was, it wasn't made, it was made for security. It wasn't necessarily made for, it was made for shade too, but you can't use it in, in your house. Your house isn't really kosher, uh, kosher schach. So you have to do something, either, either um, uh, loosen the boards or replace at least some of them, at least with enough kosher schach so that you have a proper sukkah. If you if you loosen it, you did a maisa, so you have to tasa. Or if you took one of them out and replaced it, that's also a masa. You have to do something. You can't just have it by itself, as we as we've said before. You got to make something. So either loosen it or replace one of the boards. Why does Beshama say you have to loosen it and replace one of the boards? If it's just for that, so one of them is enough. Maybe it's like we learned yesterday. Beishamay says the reason you can't use those boards is because you might come to just sit under your house and without making a sukkah. So time sagi. So it's enough just to remove one of the boards and replace it. So that's that's also uh, the, your your yotzei ticker that way too. So So the truth is Beishamay also is only gzeris ticker. This is what Beishamay means to say. You don't really have to take two. You have to remove one of the boards. Even though you loosen them, according to Beisilo, loosening is good enough. You're a Yotze that way. That's how many people do today. People have pergolas and they use all year round. They just loosen the boards and replace them. So it's not, not a problem of But according to Beishama, Beishama says even though you loosen them, it's not good enough. Because of Xeris Tikra, Loosening is not enough. You've got to remove one of the boards to make sure that you won't think that you could sit under your house uh, normally. So that's what Beishamay says. So what Beishamay says in our mission that you do both, apparently, he doesn't mean that. He means even though you loosened it, that's not good enough. You have to actually re- replace one of the boards. And we say one of the boards, we mean enough that it's a proper sukkah, like eight facham in the middle, like in 76. If that's the case, if that's in Beishamay, what's in saying Beishamay and Rameyer? time you have to remove one of them and replace it. but don't loosening isn't good enough. It's the same thing. Beishamay says even if you loosen it, it doesn't do anything. You got to replace one of the boards. That's what Beishamay, that's what that's what Rameyer says. It says Hachi This is what Rameyer means to say. There's not really three sheets in the Mishnah. There's Rabbi Yehud explaining the Machlokas Beishamay Sil, and Rameyer saying no, no. Beishamay Sil both agree. That you have to loosen the board. That's Beisham, that the loosening board isn't good enough. You have to replace it because of Xeris Tikra. So, what Armisha is saying is, Rabbi Yuda says it's a machlok, it's Beisham Beisilo. Right? Whether you say, whether you, uh, whether you are, um, are concerned about Xeris Tikra or not, Beisham says yes, you have to replace one of the boards. But also said no, it's only a problem of Tasavul Menasi. So, whatever you do is good enough, either loosening or replace one of the boards. Whereas Rameir says no, Beisham and Beisil both agree that the problem here is Xeris Tikra and you have to replace the board. So my kamashmon. So if that's the machlokus over here, my kamashmon. Rameir says Xeris Tikra, Rav Yudah less Xeris Tikra. What are you telling me? Rameir holds Xeris Tikra. Beishamay still both say Xeris Tikra. Whereas Rav Yudah says no, we're not going Xeris Tikra. That's Beishamay Shita, not Beisilo. Vafliga b'chadazim. That was yesterday's daf. That was yesterday's gemara. Vafliga b'chadazim. In the time, this is yesterday's mission. Masachim and Can you use 
boards that are fourth Vachem Y, Div Rab Yudah, Rameir Osin, and we're going now according to Rab, that they're fourth Vachem Y, not like Shmuel, but uh, Rab Yudah says you can use these wide boards, Rameir says you may not. That's Machlokas yesterday. So what do you tell, this is the same mission as yesterday, basically telling me, are you worried about Xeris Ticker or not? In other words, um, do you say that even though technically those boards are, um, could be the right size and could be kosher, but since they're part of the roof, the roof of your house, you have to replace them so you shouldn't come to sit under your house instead of sitting under a sukkah. So isn't that the same machlok said yesterday? No. So first he wants to say like this. Yesterday's Mishnah on Yudalad is not speaking about um, number 80, which was really our Mishnah. And today's Mishnah was number 80. I didn't point it out before, but there we're talking about where you have a tikra that, that, that's, not, uh, that's not plastered, that machlokas. Do you have to replace the uh, board, the tal Do you have to replace it with kosher schach, like the brown ones in the middle, not the yellow ones? Or is it just good enough to move it? So um, that was number 80. But he says now, you know what number, that, you know what the previous mission number num, on Yadal yesterday's off? We're speaking about the Sar mission. We're talking about plain boards, but boards that are plain, P-L-A-N-E-D, meaning they are smooth, they are like kalim. Here is the problem in yesterday's daf. Are you worried about, well, since it looks like a kli, it's smooth, even though it's pshute kli eights, boards that have no receptacle to it are not makabal tumah, but there's a go, go, you make exayer because of kalim, which are makabal tumah. So since these aren't just plain two by fours, they've been smooth and, and ready like in number 81, they can use them, let's say, uh, um, you know, in building, uh, you know, what are those things they put next to the doors? You know, I forgot what those things are called, but um, you know, the, the, the sides that you put like the trimming on the, on the next to the doors, it looks like that. In other words, it looks like a Kli. So that's the Machlokas yesterday. Whether you're worried about that or not, that Rabbi Yudah is not worried about it or the mayor is, we're talking, about, are you ta- we're talking about boards which are smooth and processed and they look nice. Um, that's, what, that's what yesterday's mission was about, not about Xeris uh, Tikra. So the Gemara says now, We had a few days ago, if you turn back on the illustration book to number 68 and 69, we said in 68, when you have a shaft that fits into an arrowhead, and if the shaft is a male, that's okay, because it doesn't have a receptacle. A female one, like in 69, is no good, because it's a receptacle. Why aren't you gozer 68 shouldn't be good because of 69? They're not gozer because of, well, if this isn't a kli, you're not gozer because something that is a kli. So according to Rabbi Yudah that says you can use schach, like in 68, a male shaft, uh, and you're not gozer because you might come to use a female shaft, so you're not worried about uh, this, this, if you use this, you might come to use a kli. Hachanami no ligs are atu You should also not be gozer number 81, planed or smoothed out boards, because if you use this, you might come to use a kli. So that doesn't make sense to say that yesterday's daf is about gzera because of a kli. El al-karchach reisha pligi b'gzeris tikra. The truth is that yesterday's mission is talking about the gzera of tikra. That's the machlokas Rabbi and Rameir v'seifa pligzeris tikra. Today's mission is also about gzeris tikra. In other words, Rameir says in both cases, you're worried about gzeris tikra and therefore you have to replace the boards. And Rabbi Yudah says you don't. So a flea batart is imnilamli. What do I have to argue twice? What do I need both yesterday's daf and today's daf for? So seifa rabbi hudi to kamar 
today's mission is basically Rabbi Yehuda answering Rameir. It's a continued dialogue. Rabbi Yehuda says to Rameir, Amai Kosras ben Asar Mishim Tikra. Why do you ask for yesterday's daf? Because of Gzeris Tikra, again, because you're worried that uh, if, you, if you allow the boards that we talked about in yesterday's daf, those planks, you might come to sit under your house and not go out to the sukkah. That's Beishamai. We pass like Basil, Basil lo goes here. Basil is not goes there. Basil says, no, it's good enough just to, just worry about Tasar Lunasi. It's enough just to uh, shake the boards up, loosen them a little bit. So Rabbiuda's answering him. Yesterday we didn't mention Basil Beshamai. Yesterday we just saw Rabbiuda Mayor. Now Rabbiuda is going on saying, listen, you're worried about Xeris Tikkun yesterday's stuff? That's Beshamai Sashita, not Basil. Bam Ramey and Rameir said, no, Lo Nachli Beisham Beisil Badaver said, there's no machlokas. Beisham Beisil both agree that there is Xeris Tikra. That's how this Mishnah continues with yesterday. So basically, they are both talking about Xeris Tikra, but it's a continued dialogue. So all this Gemara says now is Hanicha Larav the Machlokas Peshiesh Arba. This is good according to Rav, who learned yesterday the Machlokas, what, between Ramey and Rabuda is by, is by planks. Uh, or boards that are four tefachim wide. Rameir is like Zerisik. Rameir says, listen, four tefachim wide is like a regular ceiling, and if you allow this, you'll allow sitting in a house. Rabbi Yudha, less like Zerisik. He's not worried about that. Okay, that's what we understand. That's the machlokas, as we had yesterday. El Shmuel, the Moshe Naber machlokas. Shmuel learned yesterday that the machlokas between Rameir and Yudha speaking about, remember, boards that are between three tefachim and a drop under four tefachim, right? From three. If it's less than three, it's not a problem because that's love it. If it's three, if it's from three tfach until drop under four, that's the machlokas. Rabbi says it's okay, and Rameir says it's not. Everybody agrees it's possible. So safe in my plague, what's the machlokas over here now? Everybody agrees if it's four tfach my. Now, if this mission, the way Rashi learns, Rambam learns differently, but the way Rashi learns this whole Gemara is we're talking about a tikra stam ceiling has boards that are four tfach my, give a substantial ceiling. So, <laughs> according, but according to the way Shmuel learned, that everybody agrees if it's four tefachim wide that it's possible. So what's the machlokas here in our Mishnah? But bitule tikra kamiflgi. Here's the shaila. Can how do you get rid? The tikra yes is four tefachim wide, but how do you annul it? How do you make it void that it's not considered a tikra? Meaning, there's everybody says you're worried about four tefachim wide. Xeris tikra. So what's going on over here? Here the question is: you're coming to actually annul this tikra. Not in a regular sukkah where it's four tefachim wide and you're worried, are you worried about Xeris Tikra or not? Rabbi Yudah says, I'm not worried about Xeris Tikra, right? But, but according, to Shmuel, according to Shmuel, that in a regular sukkah, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, you are worried about Xeris Tikra. So over here, why should this be good? What's Machlokas here? The answer is, how, how do I get rid of the Xeris Tikra? What's going on? If Marsav Batla, I can be mavatlet. According to Rabbi Yudah, I can mavatlet. According to Basil, either with loosening it or replacing a board. Omar Savar Bahaki Lo Batla. That doesn't matter. Just loosening it doesn't do it. What do we mean by that? Let's take a look at the Rashi. Three lines into the wide lines below the below where the wide lines are wide in the Gemara. Let me let's look at this Rashi inside. Three lines from from the top of the wide lines in the Gemara. Three lines on Klomar. But bitul tikra kloma. Amlucha shmul shmul will say lola mishesh ben arba. We're taking rabbits fourth. This is how Rashi learns. The, the, these boards are four tochamai. Velohi sakan tikra mitchila. If there was no tikra at all, v'achshivabal sachach, and now you want to make a sechel shem sukkah. Feel a beautiful apostle. Remember Shmuel's. This is Shmuel's trot in Rabbi Yudah, and that's how he paskim. Shmuel holds in Rabbi Yudah that if you're talking about making boards now for the first time, they're four tochamai. That's no good. Zeris tikra. If you use those, you might come to sit under a. Uh, in your house. So according to Shmuel in Rabbi Yehuda, 
Remember, remember Shmuel says, everybody agrees if it's fourth from why you're worried about Xeris Tikkur. So Shmuel would say in Rabbi Yudah, if you're making a sukkah now and you're going to use planks that are fourth from why, even Rabbi Yudah say it's no good. You shouldn't come to If you sit under, if you make a sukkah with boards that are fourth from why, you'll come and sit in your house also. What's the difference or what's the difference this? What's the difference uh, uh, a new one? What's the difference my house? What's the difference this one? It's all the same. But now we're speaking about, uh, what are we talking about? You already have a ceiling in your house. You're talking about making a sukkah inside your house. Now you want to make it, you want to turn this, you want to convert your house, your room in your house into a sukkah. Now, when he was trying to convert it, obviously, He's a Talmud Chacham. He knows what he's doing. Zemach, the fact that he's doing something, he knows that he's supposed to do something now. So here, do you now also have to make Xerah? In other words, if you're making a sukkah stam outside for the first time, and you use uh, boards that are for Tzvachim wide, Shmuel would say, and this is important to concentrate on Shmuel, Aliba the Rabbi because that's how we paskin, that, um, that most, most paskin that way, that even Rabbi Yudah says if it's four twachamayid you can't use those because gzeiras tikri you shouldn't use boards that are four twachamayid four twachamayid is puzzle puzzle schach right but over here I'm talking about converting the room in my house which already has a ceiling into a sukkah so Rabbi Yudah says here I don't go that far because here obviously I'm doing something I'm changing something I'm not worried about gzeiras tikri because I'm doing it on purpose here pligi Rabbi Yudah Meir iikasulam izemshu tikri olo Rabbi Yudah suffer bitulatikulabitulka you can be invatulat lebeisham lebeishamai in order to be invatulat sarchlito meintayim Rabbi Yudah says to be invatulat to annul the the ceiling in your room and in, in your house and turn it into a sukkah beishamai says you got to remove the boards. Even though it's obvious, even though the guy knows what he's, it's clear that he's trying to make a sukkah, he's trying to fix something. There's still a sticker. You better, you better remove it. You got to take those, those wide boards away and put in regular schach. Notice we say you replace it with one board, one or two boards. You got to have a, a, a sukkah that's kosher. It's got to be seven by seven. Tfachim. And if there's more on the sides, that could be, if it's a small sukkah, you can call it, uh, you can call it Dauphin Akuma. Ubeisul Savri, finishing the Marashi, Ubeisul Savri Kivin, the butler, he's obvious, he's annulling it, he's doing something, and he, and he shows that he, he knows that this tikra is no good. So, like the mix, you don't have to do it. It's enough just to remove, you know, move the boards around, do something. Or mayor says no. That Beisham and Beisol both agree on this point. So that's how Shmuel will learn. According to Rav, the Gemara said before, fine. Fourth Vachem White is not a problem uh, in Rabbi Yehuda, right? That's how Rav learned. So you can understand the Mishnah very simply. Uh, if it's fourth Vachem White, it's okay. And this Mishnah is a continued dialogue of the previous Mishnah. But according to Shmuel, how are you going to learn it? According to Shmuel, everybody says fourth Vachem White is no good. So he says, that's if you're doing it, you're making a sukkah for Tachamai, you're afraid if you make it that way, you'll come to sit in the house also. But over here where I'm, I'm taking a room in my house and converting it into a sukkah, obviously I know what I'm doing. I want to I want to change it. I want to make sure that it's a kosher sukkah. I'm worried about Tasa of There, Rabbi Yehuda says, according to Basil, all you have to do is loosen the boards because there's no, wor- there's no more Xeris Tikra in that case. Hamakar Sukkah the Mishnah says like this, let's say you roof your sukkah, with metal, uh, metal spits, uh, iron spits, or, uh, or long bedboards. Uh, the bedboards means the, the, the sides of the beds, right? The long bedboards. In other words, you're using something which is not kosher for schach. Why? Because metal spits are a kli, right? It's in Kabbal Tumah, so it's not kosher. 
So, and, or Ochsamita. So, how do you make this kosher? I have some non kosher schachir. We're looking now at number 82, where you see over there you have Shpodin, he marks them, Shpodin or, or Shiputin or Spitz, or Ruchazamita. You see the Ruchazamita on the left side in number 82. You got like the long boards of the side of a bed, the long side of a bed with the feet hanging, dangling down there. So, those are not kosher for schach. What do you do? If there's enough space, between the puzzle, let's call that puzzle schach, and you could put kosher schach in between. The kosher schach is the more green, yellowish uh, rods over there. Then it's kosher, as long as it's equal this. And now we're going to talk about that. You're saying, now I got, I got a sukkah here, and I got all kinds of boards there. Some of the boards are not kosher. They're not, they're puzzle. They're made out of metal, or they're a kli, in the case of the bed boards. Uh, as long as it's 50-50, it's okay. That's what it sounds like. In other words, if it's 50, 50% of the schach is okay, then it's all right. Now, we're not talking about where the puzzle schach is for tvachem wide, because that's already a problem. For tvachem wide, puzzle schach can ruin the sukkah. If, it's, if, you, if you don't have dofen akum, if it's a big sukkah and you have, uh, uh, have puzzle schach, that's on. But we're talking about where you simply have like uh, these rods or beams or the side of a bed. They're not for tvachem wide. Uh, so it's mashma, as long as you have enough space in there to put kosher schach in 50-50, it's okay. The Gemara is going to ask, what do you mean 50-50 doesn't do it? We'll see. Then we have the last part of the Mishnah is number 83, which we talked about the other day. Hachotit begadish, if you hollow out a haystack, lasos sukkah, ain't a sukkah, it's not a sukkah at all. And we said that's not a sukkah, even even bidiyavad. In other words, it doesn't work even, not just the l'chachil, even bidiyavad. You've got to take the top off because what you've done over there is you haven't made it, you haven't put schach up. You hollowed out the inside and the male the schach on top. But you didn't make, you didn't put schach there. Therefore, that's not a sukkah, that's not kosher. So the Mishnah says these two halachas. First part of the Mishnah says what? That if you make, if you roof your sukkah with non-kosher schach, as long as you could, as long as there's enough space in there, the empty space that you could put kosher schach and that's okay. She was like this in number 84. On Shabbos, when it comes to Paras Ka'omed, let's say in number 84 you have a, a chatzer there and you have, uh, you have um, uh, pillars uh, of stone or whatever they're made out of and then you have empty spaces in between, the part that's breached. If the breach is equal to the part that's standing, is that okay or not? That's a machlokas. Rapapa says that's mutter. You're allowed to carry in there on Shabbos in the Chatzar. Parts come and it's good enough. Rafun Bebeshua says Asr. It's not good. If it's equal, equal, if it's 50 50, you have to have more. In other words, you have to have more standing wall than breach. So Rafuna says that's no good. But over here you're saying Lachora in number 82, when it comes to a sukkah, different and not exactly Shabbos, it's talking about sukkah here, equal is no good. My Kamosa, Rosh says, no, in 84, I agree, that's, that, that's no good if it's 50-50. But over here in the Mishnah, in, the, in by Sukkah, what it means, my Kamosa, when you say, the Mishnah says, in Yesh Rebach, b'neim Kamosan, It's got to fit in very easily, meaning there is a drop more empty space on your schach that has, that's, that has room for kosher schach than the part that's not kosher schach. In other words, it fits in easily. Nichnas v'yotze. It, it's approximately, you have approximately 50% not kosher schach, slats, rods, whatever. But if, it, if you could put kosher schach in there and it fits in easily, goes in easily, what does that really mean? That the empty space where you're putting in kosher schach is bigger. So it's like 51% kosher area to 49%. That's okay. That's what he means. So, but he says, kamosan. And kamosan sheriff, so the Gemara says, Morris says now on the base for Efshul Samsam. The assumption over here is that 
that, you know, um, uh, that the reason you say that there's more empty space, that you could be kosher shachan than non-kosher, is because you, you couldn't do it exactly. But it is possible to do it. It says kamosan. It's possible to do exactly. Top Rashi says, we, as, we assume the Erdmech Ziyotze means that that it's impossible to do exact. You're not going to do it exact and to make it exact, to make 50% kosher, 50% not kosher, the empty space should be, exact, uh, should be exact. So it's going to be a little bit more. But it is possible to do it exactly. The mission says, come on, son. If it's 50-50, you, can, you could today with the, you could use a tape measure and a plane and all that and get the tools and do exactly 50% area kosher, 50% not kosher. So what do we mean over here? It's mission, the Mishnah's mashma that if it's 50-50, it's okay. Amrav Ami Bamadif. No, it doesn't really mean that. It doesn't mean that it, you, of course you could do it 50-50, but it means you're supposed to have more empty space. So in 82, when you had non-kosher reeds, non-kosher uh, beams rather, rods, whatever, uh, bed, uh, bed um, whatever you call it, bed beams, you know, bed boards uh, on the side of the bed or uh, spits, whatever, that are not kosher, you have to have more empty space than uh, empty space than those non-kosher uh, schachs so that you could put kosher schach in that. That means mad if you have more space there. Rabbah says, I feel the machine mad if you don't have to have mad if why? Rabbah says, I'll give it very simple. We're looking at 85 now. 85. Very simple. Let's say the non-kosher schach. Non-kosher schach is the yellow in number 85. Non-kosher there could be, let's say, if it's more than four tfachim. According to the way we passed, more than tfachim is not kosher schach. And then the, uh, that's the yellow. And the greenish, brownish ones, right, those are the kosher schach. So if they're resting on the, kosher, uh, on the non-kosher schach, in other words, the non-kosher schach, let's say, is vertical. Right, vertical. That's chassis. Then you put the other ones across them horizontally. So, in order for them, if those beams, if the kosher ones are not falling down, they're not falling down because they're resting on the non-kosher ones. So, if you look at the whole thing together, you have more kosher schach in eighty-five than non-kosher because the the kosher is sitting on top of the non-kosher. So, obviously, there's more physical space there of kosher schach than non-kosher schach. So you don't have to say that the spaces, there was more empty space in 82, uh, empty space for kosher schach than the space occupied by the non-kosher schach. It doesn't have to be where it's 51% to 49%. It could very well be that when you place the yellow ones, the non-kosher ones, they were exactly, they took up exactly 50% of the roof altogether. If you looked at all the space, all the square uh, centimeters, there were there was fifty percent uh, was was non kosher and fifty percent was empty space. But now you put schach kosher schach on the empty space, but it wasn't exactly flush in in the fifty in, in empty space. It sat on top of the non kosher schach. So therefore, there was more kosher schach in square centimeters than non kosher schach, and that's why it's okay. In other words, if one was horizontal, make the other one vertical, or if the other one was, if the kosher, if the non-kosher was vertical, you make the kosher one horizontal. Obar Ruch says the Mishnah, so we said the Mishnah said, you use these, um, you use bedboards, right? So, how can you use bedboards? Bedboards are, uh, you say over here, if even though these are non, these are not fit for schach, right? Bedboards are not fit because they're a kli, uh, even though they're not part of a bed anymore, uh, but you can do it as long as it's, uh, let's say, f- up to 50%. If it's less than 50% and you have 50% kosher, it's okay. So, this is a proof to Rami says like this, even though we know you can't use kalim, kalim or makabal tumah. What are kalim? Kalim could be clothing, it could be vessels, it could be fruits, 
Kalim are not kosher for schach. Schach has to be something grows in the ground, it's not makabotumah. So, Rav Tavimi said that even things that are worn out Kalim, they're not Kalim anymore. They're used and they're worn out. They don't have a shame clean anymore. It's still puzzle. So over here too, these bedboards are not, they're not part of a bed anymore. So uh, still they're puzzle. And Misha says, these are puzzle, but it's okay because it's less than 50%, right? So, um, but you're saying that these Aruchas Amita are uh, not kosher schach. So the, this is a proof to Rav Ami. Rav Tumi said that even though something that is worn out, they're no longer kli, they were once part of a kli, but they're no longer kli, they're puzzle for schach. Like our Mishnah seems to indicate these are not kosher. The answer is no. Kerav Hanan, Amaravi, Baruch Avishtekram, we're not talking about just a beam by itself. We're talking about the long board, the long board of a bed with its two legs, or Bikhtsar Avishtekram, or the short board of, or the short side of the bed, meaning by the head or by the foot, with its two legs. We're looking at 86 now. The long part of the long board of a bed with its two legs, and the short, or the short part of a bed with its two legs, meaning it is a, it is a cleat. We're not talking about worn out cleat. Rav Ami Bar said that if it's a worn out cleat, still you shouldn't use that for schach. Because exer, you might come to use a regular, uh, a regular cleat. So this is also not a cleat anymore. No, it is a cleat. Because it's the side of a bed with its two feet, either the long side or the short side. Like, he's, like that's what Rav Hanan Bar said over there. We'll see what over there means. That's what we mean over here. We're looking at number 86. Where did Rav Hanan Rabbi say this halacha that we're talking about uh, the boards of a bed, either the long or the short side, with its two legs, and therefore it is considered a kli? Aha, the Tanam we learned this on Mita, a bed. When it's assembled, Chavila means it's together, it's assembled, it, it, could, be, it could become Tameh. And in order to in order to be metarit, to put it in a mikveh and be metarit, to purify it, also only when it's assembled. Divir Abelazer. Divir Abelazer, rather. It could be, even when it's in parts, when it's disassembled, it could also become Tameh, and you could also purify it that way in the mikveh. Mind you, what does that mean? Amrav, what are we speaking about? Amrav Chanam We're talking about these these uh, bed boards, either the long or the short one, with its two legs. In other words, when we say over here, a, uh, we said, mind you, what do we mean by these parts? What do you mean by these parts? Meaning, with the, it's, it's a bed board with its feet. So, uh, even so, it, you can be, it can be, come tell me that way, it's a kli, and you can retire it that way. It's lamai chazi. But what is it good for? What if the if you can't sleep on a on a bedboard with the two legs or you're just laying there like a number eighty six, what can you use it for? You could lean it against, you could place it against the wall, and sit on it, and you could put ropes around it like in number eighty seven, where you could take, let's say, the long side, the long board with its two legs, attach two other uh, boards from the from the wall uh, horizontally to that piece. Put some ropes on it, and you can. It's, and it's worth. It's something. So therefore, it's considered a kli, and therefore, uh, and matami tumas medras, and matami. And therefore, even in parts, it can be considered a kli, and it can become tumay that way, and you can purify it that way. That's where he said that halacha, right? That's what Chanan Ravi said that it's uh, talking about a bedboard with its two legs, and therefore it's considered a kli. So here too, we're talking about a kli. We're not talking about something which is not a kli. And if since it's a kli, it's definitely usher for schach. Uh, However. However, uh, Rav, Rav, Rav Ami Bar said that worn out kalim, which are not kalim, are still puzzle for schach, 
What's the story there? Gufa Amr of Ami Bartavyumi, if you use schach, you use worn out kalim, it's puzzle. My boy, what do we mean by that? We're talking about cloth, uh, cloth strips that don't even have three by three fingers. They're very small, like little patches. Not either poor people or rich people can't use it. It's not worth anything. They're worn out. They're not considered a clay anymore, but still you can't use them because we're afraid you might come to use a regular clay. Since it, started, it came from a clay and, and it originally it became a kabbaltuma. Therefore, we say you can't use them for schachidud, right? Because we're afraid if you use them, you might come to use a regular kli. Let's say you have a mat made out of shavings or gummy made out of uh, straw or bulrushes. Shira, even though it's, it's remnants only, even even though the shear of a, uh, to be makabal Rashi says a six by six is six by six. Shisha, shisha, uh, it's both. It's got to be that size. Even if it's less than that, you still shouldn't use it. You shouldn't use it for schach. Because again, we're worried about if you use it for schach, you might come to use a regular kli. Because since it came from a kli, originally, we're afraid if you use this, you use a kli. Let's say you have a reed mat, which is not normally, uh, according to the first opinion here, is not normally, you don't use, use it as a bed. Gedolim esach use it for schach because it's usually you, it's you, it's gedolim you use why because it's not a kli because it's not made for for schach it's not made for uh, resting on katana a small one ain't mesachman because that you might sit on Rav Lezromer afi mekabel stum ain't mesachman no even a small one also is mekabel tuma and you're not mesach so anything which is mekabel tuma certainly you can't use for schach but the point of Rav Amvartavuma is even something which is small no longer a kli you still shouldn't use why because you shouldn't use that because uh, even though not, it's, it's not a kli now, and it's not makabal tumah, since it came from a kli, the rabbi made, made exera, and you shouldn't use it because you might come to use a kli if you use that. All right, uh, we'll stop here uh, and um, wish everybody to have...